I'm sure a lot of you out there, when you, when things go really well, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. The devil, the evil, the demons, they feed off anxiety. And the anxiety is something that's been, it's a lie, which has been instilled into you from previous trauma. I'm, I'm human too. You know, I have rough weeks. I have rough emotional weeks. I have rough mental weeks. And uh, this was one of them. Who deals with depression and anxiety and who has been in an abusive relationship, they can recognize these things. You can see that in somebody else. Iron sharpens iron, but man sharpens man. This is Men in Your Life, unapologetically human. Here are your hosts, Dan and Brady. Did you just for men or something? Because your your beard looks less. Oh no, there it is. Never mind. That's it, it was the lighting. It was. Yeah, we're fucking done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Uh, uh, welcome to Men in Your Life, unapologetically human. I'm Brady. I'm Dan, and uh, apparently Brady thinks I look like an old fuck. So I mean, I wouldn't say an old fuck, just old. I mean, you haven't you haven't gotten the fuck stage yet. Mm, no, but I mean. Yeah, no, it, it. I don't know why it looks so much fucking darker I, than I it usually still, does. I I still stand by my statement that your beard is glorious. Oh, thank you, appreciate that. And, uh, I mean, this is and this isn't just you know, I mean, granted, he shaved like a week ago. I mean, for anybody watching the watching the video, it was yes. Uh, my face is a chia pet. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking sprinkle a little bit on there; it'll come out. <laughs> Actually, like no. this is so. I'm wearing I'm wearing a fucking I'm wearing a, a fucking Redskins hoodie, but the problem is that the neck is so tight that it pushes my beard like up like this. So I always <laughs> have to like I gotta like keep bringing it down. So when I'm done. It, like a go to bed or something like the bottom of my beard is just like flat and like matted and you, it's just you realize agitating. you realize that's just like the the bearded man's version of you know the like, valley guy flipping back his blonde hair so anyway uh, uh, i mean that's I, like, yeah, I, just, I, I just wanted to point that out for you this dude you should see it sometimes like when i'll wake up in the morning like my beard will be like this like half like sideways <laughs> and then half split <laughs> Dude, I'll go into work like that sometimes. I'll just be like, just take some water and just like rub it down and go, fuck it. They ain't even <laughs> worth it. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. It's been a, it, it was, it was a week. I mean, I wish I could talk about it, but I'm not allowed to. Um, it's, <laughs> I really it's, wish we could because the, it's fucking great, it's, honestly. Be, you and really me both. Is. It's fucking great. <laughs> Maybe it's one really day. interesting what I did all week, but um, unfortunately, you guys can't fucking know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. um, my dad came into town this week. Uh, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be introducing him a little here in just a couple of minutes. He's joining us this evening. Um, but no, it's been great. It it really has. Um, it's it's been a week. I mean, it was exhausting. Um, I worked a lot of hours this week, and um, of course, with with everything, I'm I'm salary now. So when I say I worked a lot of hours this week, that just means I worked more than you know fifteen. But um, we work more than 15 hours this week. Well, everybody everybody talks about salaried managers like they don't do shit. I just think You mean you worked at an average of 15 hours a day? No, like like 10 oh. maybe 11. You made it sound like you only you only worked 15 hours a week and I'm sure people heard that and be like, "Oh, poor baby, you only had to work No, that's that's hours. exactly how I said it and that's exactly the reaction that I wanted. <laughs> um no. <laughs> 
but no, it was it was a week. It was it was busy. But let me just say something. You know, the the job that I am doing, um, the temp agency that is supplying our temps. Um, of course, I can't. I just like my company. I won't say their company on uh, um, on the air, but you know they've supplied some great workers, and honestly, it's it, it has made my job easier. So all of you out there, you know, temp working, anything like that. I mean, keep going. It was. It, I've told every one of the people that have worked for me this week. If if you you lived any closer to where we were based, I would hire you in a minute. Mm. I would actually probably replace a couple. But God damn. <laughs> so, God damn. Um, how's your week been, man? I know I know it's been a little busy. I mean, it's it's kind of a strange question now. You know, before it was, hey, how your how's your week been? And then you tell me how close you came to dying at your job, and <laughs> um, and then we move on from there. But now it's like I. I don't know how your week was, but if there was anything that happened, I kind of know about it. Yeah. At the same time, you, you, you'll hear about it, which you heard about some stuff too, I, I did. but you know, but it's, I do. It's kind of nice though, because like I said, uh, I guess last episode or last, last, yeah, last episode is, um, that conversation about work is kind of like dwindled down and, it, and it's weird because we work for the same company, but we're not anywhere near, one another or like the same building we're on the opposite ends of the coast so yes but i mean it's cool because you know we still talk during the week and you know sure. you'll, you know we get stuff done and you ask for help and we'll bullshit and you know check in and it's good i think that's what makes i think it's what makes work uh better you get an environment like that you have people that you can check in with and stuff like that and talk you know we hired a uh a new guy and which you know about, and actually he's yeah. a guy I pulled from the depot. He's a hard working. He's like one of the hardest working motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. And, um, you know, he's good. Like he's, he, you know, I told you before, like he reminds me of you and, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. From, he's from Washington state too, which is, which is, wild. Oh, I think you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you told me about that. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is fucking crazy. And, but I, you know, it's good because it's like, even at the, at the depot, he's always been like, he's always had like my back and always been number two. And, you know, it was always like, all right, we're going to do it this way because that's the way Dan wants it to, and it's going to work. So like, he's kind of like that hype guy. And it's nice because he's putting in some work and it's, and it's, it's awesome to see that. And I know that he's been wanting to get out of there for a long time. And, you know, it wasn't like a pity hired to like get him out of there. It was, I mean, he's in a better situation now, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it was one of those like, dude, you, uh, you bust your ass where you don't, you shouldn't have to deal with this stuff. Like, like, because like some of the shit you deal with is worse than what I dealt with at the depot. So like you don't need to you don't need to deal with this shit. We need to get you out. <laughs> and I was like, you you deserve something better because you've worked for it, you know. So, yeah. but uh, week wise is good. We're we're going on vacation um, yeah, next I week, know. so that's, I'll be out. And awesome. of course, uh, we waited till today to finish all of our packing. I mean, that's just I'm impressed that you're packed the night before. Shit, I'm I'm still usually throwing dude, shit together in the morning. You know what I do? I fucking I roll home my boxers and shirts and socks together, like in little like like little packs, basically. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I fold them all into the shirt, roll them up, and then shove them in my like my camping backpack. So I like it. I can I can fit like nine days worth of stuff in my in my bag, and I just carry everything on my back and go in a safe way in, in, a, in a plastic Safeway bag. That's um, I'm not a hobo. No, I didn't. I, I mean, you said I a plastic Safeway bag. I know. I didn't say Kroger. Oh God damn! I don't even remember the last time I've seen a Kroger. Okay. Um, Food line. 
No, no, we don't have food. Oh here. shit. Um, um, what's another low brand grocery store? IGA. That what the fuck is that? Uh, is that like a food hall? Uh, Co-op? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Winto? No, you don't. Have nope. Win Dixie. Win Dixie. Okay, there yeah, we go. There's... There we go. All right. <laughs> you had me, and then you lost me, and then you had me again. We're good. <laughs> Uh, so this is, so normally when we do this and we have guests, they're virtual. So this is like yeah, the usually, first yes. in-person so guest that this, we've ever I've had. had this ghost, I've had this ghost over my right shoulder, according to this. Um, I've had this ghost behind me this whole time. For any of you watching this video, he is there. I promise. This is a person. Oh, um, that's your left shoulder, by the way. Well, I know, but look, look. The, the in the video. So technically, it's my left, but they look anyway. Um, why don't you? Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you just? Why don't you just go ahead and introduce? Okay. Well, I mean, I guess. I, I, so um, we are having a very special, at, at least you know, short bus special guest this week. Um, Damn, my dad. Uh, everybody yeah i mean his name is rob i don't think uh, have i ever said my last name on this and i won't but i mean it's no um but uh so this is my dad rob um i don't really know how to introduce him other than he's my dad (laughs) okay so i mean he was uh he's a veteran um he spent he spent a few years in the navy he was an aircraft mechanic um he has he has been through his own trials throughout his personal life. I'm not going to throw him under the bus. I'm not going to put his business out there. But um, you know, he has been through his trials and his tribulations and and his pause, his ups and downs and stuff like that. And you know the, that this is kind of what we do on this podcast. And this really gives us a unique take because it's it's multi generational. I mean, my dad is my dad's my dad. He's obviously he's he's a bit older than I am. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> I was trying to be nice, okay? A bit. Well, a bit. Um, Brady, you're like 60. He's an old bastard. Um he's he's had his medical problems. Um he's he's you know he's had he's had some negatives in a lot in his life, but honestly of I can honestly say that regardless, I've never seen a shortage of smile come from this man. So um it's definitely gonna offer a unique a unique perspective on on <laughs> men's mental health, especially considering. I mean, Dad. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to throw you on the spot, but that's kind of what we do. I don't mean to call you out, point, but that's just what we point, do. During this discussion, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, you're 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 from a different generation. How did your generation handle men's mental health? Uh, very carefully. <laughs> we. Uh, we were in a different generation. That's no question about it. And uh, when I was growing up, uh, we had uh, we had high school, and then we had the draft. And so the draft uh, put a whole different situation into our lives. And, and, and there was two choices: there was either go to the, go into the draft or go into another military service or go to Canada. And so um, I fortunately joined the Navy. I was an aircraft mechanic. I uh, flew aboard aircraft carriers. Uh, I was never in Vietnam, 
but I'm a Vietnam War vet. And I had a lot of people that uh, lost their lives because of it. And it's important to bring that up. I mean, I mean, wait, I mean, that's honestly, that's great. I mean, swinging hard from the beginning. Um, you know, you, you've, you, you kind of said it in, in your introduction in, in how your week went, Dan. I mean, you've got somebody that, you know, you can approach and you can, you can, you can vent to, but, you know, and so do I. I mean, I've got, you know, my wonderful wife. I mean, I could vent, vent to my dad and stuff like that. But dad, I mean, we, we both know that you, you, we both know your dad. Were you, were you able to go to your dad with, with mental health issues? Were you no, able to- no, I wasn't. I wasn't. My dad was a different generation altogether again. And he was hardcore. And so um, we, uh, we did the best that we could with what we had. And... And we had a lot of people behind us. So I mean, and and Dan, your dad is is from a similar generation. I mean, have you heard from? Have you heard similar similar things from him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <sighs> so my dad, my dad, he was you know, like he was in the military or anything like that, but his upbringing was um, not great. You know, his, his father was a, uh, his father was a mean, he, his father was a mean dude and, um, life was not perfect for them. I mean, like sleeping on a dirt floor, like house type of stuff. And, um, the only thing that I can remember or the one thing that, uh, you know, he can remember is that, um, his dad would do whatever he had to do to provide for his family. But it, he said that it was kind of more, because he had to not basically because he wanted to. Um, and I think what, I think what having to deal with that, um, my dad kind of took it upon himself to sort of be, uh, sort of be like the, uh, the pack leader of, of the family. And, you know, it's him and he's got, you know, three sisters and a brother. And, um, even to this day, you know, they come to him, and look up to him for everything. Like they have questions. It's, it's him. They need help. It's him. It's, you know, um, and I think my dad did that because he felt that his mom, you know, my grandma, his mom deserved more than what was being offered to them. Um, and he definitely comes from that generation where you don't, you don't talk about that stuff, but, it's kind of funny because like after my brother passed away, he was like that a lot. And then as the time went, he kind of let that go and started to realize that like, uh, this is real. Like this is, these are things that, you know, this is stuff that's going to happen. This is stuff that, um, happens in the world. And, you know, and I said this before, like after my daughter was born, you could see it switch. Right. But oh, as, yeah. a kid, as a kid, he didn't, he didn't have that, you know, like, um, he didn't have like that support system within the family other than, other than my grandma. And, and they adored my grandmother. My grandmother was amazing. She was an amazing woman. I don't know how she put up with half the shit that my grandfather put her through, <laughs> but she's an, she was an amazing woman, you know? And, uh, as, as, as we've both said, it was a different generation. It was, and it was a different generation, you know, and, and I understand that times there was different. It was hard, you know, it was, you, 
things were expensive. You didn't get paid a lot of money. You, oh, yeah, you were lucky. Now go back. And yeah. Go. Yeah. Like you, you were working literally paycheck to paycheck, if not day to day, just to have something to provide for your family. So if you could put something on the table, you could put food on your table to provide for your family and a roof over your head. That was fine. Like that was good enough. You know, they didn't have fancy stuff and, and stuff like that, you know? And, um, I think one of the reasons, uh, my dad is who he is today is because of that upbringing, because he's done nothing but bust his ass his entire life, yeah. you know, doing hardwood floors and, you know, making a name for himself. And, um, you know, not, not one time has he ever advertised his work. Everything has always been word of mouth and he's been able to carry that for 40 plus years. Um, you know, learning uh, just skill on top of skill on top of skill. And if he didn't know how to do it, he'd find a way to do it. Like he'd figure it out and just do it, you know, like, uh, that's just how he was. And, and today, you know, he's been able to reap those benefits, you know, he's, he's kind of living a little bit of a lavish lifestyle now as an, an older age. And, well, you know, and, he's, well, he's, yeah. you know, he's yeah. got like a, he, he's obsessed with shoes and now, you know, Dan, he, I got to ask you something though. Um, now, I mean, you've talked about, you know, all the, all the amazing things, but, um, I mean, you've talked about it before on the, on the podcast. Has he always been emotionally there for you? Not just physically and financially, but has he what always been emotionally there for you? No. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, and, I, and I, and please understand, I'm not trying to throw your dad under the bus. It's, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I know. My dad's sitting here. He's from the, I mean, he's from pretty much the same generation. I mean, that's. But we've talked about that. We've always said yeah. that we think that that was that just a generational thing. Like it you is. didn't talk about it that is. stuff. You just yeah. you just shut the fuck up and deal with it, right? Um, no, he wasn't. And I think that was the hard part. Was um, you know, especially with my brother, he didn't understand like what he was going through. He didn't really understand what I was dealing with. And in turn, when you see that growing up, you don't talk about it. You do. You you're quiet. You don't ever talk about it. You don't ever you know, find ways to deal with it. You just kind of, you know, you just kind of follow suit and you see what everybody else does. And as a kid, when you see that and you're impressionable and you see that as a young kid, that's how you think the world is. That's how you think everything is, you know, and it took a long time for me to, well, not really, but I, not a long time, but it, it, there was a moment where, um, I said to myself, I, I can either, you know, be like him or be somebody different. Right. And, and in ways I uh, looking back now that there are some things that I definitely took from him when it comes to certain stuff, like, uh, like always wanting to work hard, make sure you provide for your family, make sure you do what you can, you know, leave it all out Absolutely. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you leave it all out there. Right. Um, but the way that he raised us, I think it was more, I think it was more reactionary by of the way that he was raised as a uh, as a kid, like how his family, sure. as his dad raised him as a kid. And we, now that I'm older and I can look at that, and you know, and I have a daughter, and I see those things. You kind of look back and go, you know, I get it now. You know, you find the ways of, you know them saying, you know, I love you without saying I love you or like I care without saying I care. You know, sure. he was never he's never been a, an emotional guy, really, you know, and um, you kind of I figured out, you know, like 
when he's willing to help you, you know, with something at the drop of a dime or, you know, helping you fix something when he doesn't really want to, like, <laughs> that's his, that's his way of showing that he cares. And it took me a sure. long time to realize that. I mean, and, and that's, you know, like you said, that's generational. It's, uh, it, 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 and I feel like this is kind of, I mean, it's kind of, kind of perfect to have, you know, a multi-generational, yeah. you know, a group tonight with, you know, with, with dad, it's, I mean, I know for a fact you never really doubted that your dad loved you, but he was never, I mean, as far as I knew him, he was never an overly emotional person. He was not. He was not. We had a lot of good times together. Um, he uh, he showed me the way of uh, the outdoors. There you go, yeah. Yes. And the outdoors kept me out of a lot of trouble because of him and so um but other than that he was uh and he was a lot like uh you know what dan said he provided for his family we always had we always had uh food on the table mm -hmm. yeah. and uh we didn't always have emotional support but we knew that he loved us mm -hmm. and uh and of course me being the oldest i got to benefit from uh the hunting and fishing and, and all the things that he brought into my life which created my life and and brought me forward to where i am today sure and, and yeah. so um i'm grateful for that do you think that that had a uh, had a role in in how you wanted to raise me? I mean, honestly, that's well, the, sure it did. Yeah, sure it did. It it it. it uh, uh, I wanted to raise you the same way that I was being raised, or was being raised, and uh, we grew up in Alaska. Sure. Yeah. So we did a lot of uh, my mom. I can remember putting uh, her putting hot stones inside my sleeping bag oh okay. keep me warm look at that granite crowd going across <laughs> <dance. laughs> yeah you can relate to this can't you um, yeah yeah <laughs> and the fly fishing and all the rest of it that uh we did um in in the early years of my life which made my life it oh, yeah. really did it it, it 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 created my life and what I wanted to be. Yeah, I mean, and for those of you that, that, that listen on a consistent basis, so when I was on vacation for that, my, me and my family were on vacation for that week, and we went, like I said, we went fly fishing in, in Idaho. This was a, I mean, <laughs> we were, this was, this was with my dad. It was, it was great. It was amazing. Um, it was, it was amazing. We, we had a great time. Um, but that's, and, and that's part of what he, what, what my dad has, has brought forward. Um, and you know there are traditions and such that you know camping and fishing and stuff like that that uh, that I'm going to be slowly teaching my children. What about? I mean, what has what I mean what has been pushed forward through your family, Dan? Jesus, not uh, not camping, not fishing, not hunting—that's for sure. Um, that was uh, I didn't I didn't really have those moments with my dad. Like he 
he took us, he would take my brother and I, I out and we would go fishing maybe like once in a blue moon. Um, but from what I can remember in our family, it was always baseball. Baseball was always a thing that always got pushed in our family. You know, um, my dad was always, you know, my dad played sports in high school. He played football in high school. And I think, uh, he viewed it as he didn't want us being stuck doing, something like what he was doing for 40 years. Like he didn't want us to be stuck doing manual labor and working with our, you know, working hands and knees and getting beat up every day. Um, I think he, he wanted something better for us and that's why he pushed us so hard when it came to sports and it came to baseball. And, um, the, for me, the, the hunting and the fishing and the camping and the outdoors, that was, that was more me. That was me falling in love with the idea of being outside. And, um, you know, as a young kid going around in the woods, just for the hell of it and walking around and, you know, we grew up on, um, I think a little over five acres, like back in the woods. And, uh, we had a lot of trails that we could go through and there was, uh, uh, some civil war battlefields by our house. And, we, uh, me, you know, personally, I'd, I'd always want to be outside. I'd go outside, I'd go hiking. And, you know, then I started, um, taking it upon myself to just learn things about it. And I, you know, I think my dad tried hard to get me like, got me into like trying to get me into cars and stuff like that. And it just wasn't, I never took to it. I just never, I never, for some reason, I just never cared. No, that I didn't care. I just wasn't interested in it, but I was interested in going outside and I was interested in, in learning how to like start fires and learning how to do this stuff. And so when I did boy Scouts, that was the greatest time of my life. I, you know, that, that was something that, um, I think as a child that I actually, I still remember vividly and I still remember a lot of the stuff that we did and it made a big impact in my life and it bled over to my adult years. And like now, you know, I'm, that's, that's all I want to do. And it's not like traditional camping where you go out to like an RV site and you pitch a tent. I want to like, I like going backpacking. I like going into the woods. I like, uh, you know, finding, uh, ways to make fire and, and living, you know, basically just being dependent on my own. And, and I really, as like, as a kid, when I was growing up, I realized that, uh, I was very different than everybody else in my family. Um, nobody in my family really would do stuff like that. They weren't outdoors people. They weren't hunting. They weren't camping. They weren't doing things like that. Um, they were very blue collar and, uh, I, ooh, excuse me. I realized, uh, I was going to be different and I didn't, I, I wanted to be different. I wanted to make my own, I wanted to make my own like imprint, my own impact. And I think that I very quickly became like the black sheep of the family. And I remember one time, you know, I went out hunting and I was working on the farm and I went out hunting and my mom was like, you know, you're the only one in our family that shoots their own dinner. And I was like, what's wrong with that though? Like, <laughs> I don't like what's wrong with that. That's great. Right. You know? And, and I think those are things that, I think it's because like my dad didn't grow up doing that stuff. So he obviously he wouldn't have any interest in it, but I do remember like as a kid playing like teenage mutant Ninja turtles on Nintendo and my dad, like sitting down trying to figure out how to do it and had no <laughs> idea what he was doing. And he was like, I'm fucking done with this shit. And like, just walked away. I mean, he tried, you know, I don't What do you, what do you expect? You know, he tried, but yeah, I mean, I know you, you had to step away, but like I was talking to your dad, he, the big thing for us was just sports. And my dad saw that as an out for us because he didn't want us to fall into the same like line of work that he did. Like he didn't want us slaving for 40 years on our hands and knees working. 
I ironically, that's exactly what it turned out being because my brother did the same thing and got into trades. And, you know, I went to trade school and got my certificate in welding and then I'm working at the oil refinery and then I'm doing asphalt. And I mean, like I did construction for most of my life. That's just... That's just how it was, you know? So all the outdoor stuff was me. Like I'm the one that brought all that stuff out there. And those are things that I want to take for my daughter. Like when she's old enough, like we're going to go hiking, we're going to go camping. I'm going to teach her how to shoot a bow. I'm going to teach her how to shoot a rifle. I'm going to teach her how to handle a firearm. I'm going to teach her how to do these things, but I'm also going to teach her how to be dependent on herself to, you know, if you're out in nature to learn how to survive on your own, you know? And, and I think that's, that's stuff that you can, bring back into the real world where you troubleshoot problems, you figure things out and you don't have to rely on everybody else to, to do Google. it or Google, you know I mean? I mean, YouTube you is, is, is a shit. You know, like uh, it's just, I don't know, man, I've always been curious and I've always been the one to ask questions. Why, instead of falling in line, like somebody asks me to do something, I'm like, well, why do we have to do it this way? And it's not like me pushing back really. It's just like, I'm curious. Like I'm generally want to know, like, what is your thought process of why we have to do it this way? Sure. Like, I just want to know what's going on in your mind. Right. So I don't know. I remember my dad one time, like the biggest compliment I ever got from him was one day. Um, he had a kid that I grew up playing baseball with working with him and he was always late. He was lazy, like stuff like that. Right. And I remember one time my dad, uh, told my mom, never told me, told my mom that, uh, he, um, he really appreciated and admired my work ethic because like, I'd have to be up like four o'clock in the morning. I was going to bed. Like I'm going to bed at eight o'clock, like every night going to bed at eight o'clock, going to work, never calling out, doing shit like that. And he, he was like, I, and you know, my mom told me, she was like, you know, your father really admires your work ethic. And I was like, cool. Oh, like who's cutting onions up in here? Like, God damn. Like, okay. <laughs> I was like, damn, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and honestly, and I'm right there with you, man. I, I mean, I've talked about it during in the podcast. You know, my past and my my trials, and then you know my the, the negative aspects of my past. But and and for a long time, my dad had very little to be proud of with me. Um, and and you know, I'm not ashamed of it. It's it's part of my life. It's part of who I am, and it's part of the man that I've become. And I like who I am. Um, but let me tell you something. It, it was. It was a whole different level of pride the first time I heard my dad tell me that he was proud of me after all of that. After all of the pain and the stress and all of that that I put the him bullshit. through. All, oh, the yeah, bullshit. all the bullshit. Yeah, all the bullshit that I put him through for him. I mean, even though it took, it took years, it did. I, I had to earn that back, but even though it took years, that first time that I heard, you know, I'm proud of you, son, it was, it was another level. It was. But you isn't know, that what every, every little boy dreams of? I think is it's hearing, what every, I'm proud every of child you. dreams of is like just hearing, to, I, I'm proud yeah, of you I'm from your dad. You. you know, it's different and, though. And, and, and you know what, honestly, yeah. When, when we're younger and stuff like that, I'm proud of you, buddy, for getting an A on that math, you know, that math homework or that math test, or I'm proud of you, buddy that you know you you stood up for what you believe in and, and and stuff like that but it's i feel like it's a different level when you can look as as a little older i mean you have to be able to understand the word the the phrase i'm proud of you and you know some people understand it earlier than others but you know 
when you look at your dad or your dad looks at you and he says, I'm proud of you. And you know that he truly is. And let's be honest. It doesn't matter if you're 12 or if you're 22, or if you're 65, no. when your dad no. tells you he's proud of you, you still get just as choked up. It doesn't matter if it's the first or the hundredth time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still the same fucking yeah. feeling, right? Like that it shit is. doesn't go away. Uh, you know, have you ever seen, um, that movie fences? No. So there's a, there's this clip. You should look it up. It's really cool. Um, if I could ever figure out how to play clips on here, I will. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) if it's basically, uh, kid goes up to his dad, I believe the dad is played by Lawrence Fishburne. Um, and he's like, dad, he's like, why don't you like me? And he goes, like you. He's like, whoever said I had to like you? Denzel goes, Washington. Denzel Washington. There you go. He's like, whoever said I had to like you? And then kids like kind of throw him back and he goes, he's like, stand up when I'm talking to you. And the kid like stands up and he's all confused. He's like, he's like, do I not provide for you? He's like, do I not feed you? Do I not yeah. put shirt on your back, a roof over your head? Am I not there? You know, shit like that. And he was like, I do it because it's my duty. It's my responsibility. He goes, nobody said I, you know, I like you, but he's like, I wouldn't do all this stuff if I didn't care. Right. And it's yeah. kind of one of those yeah. like, yeah, it's kind of one of those type of things, you know. I've seen that. That's an awesome clip. It's it's Denzel Washington. He, That's he, right. Uh, you know, you. Yeah, I mean, anytime you speak to me, you put a sir at the front or the end of it, or you know that kind of thing. And I mean, I, you've heard me. I'm not. A, I'm not shy about this fact. You know, I've said this about you know social media. I've said and and we use social media, but I've said this about this stuff. You know the 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 classic definition of man is no longer welcome in this world. And this is not a political statement. This is just, it's it, it's a fact. It is. You know, I've had people, you know, we've talked about this in previous, previous episodes. I've had people, you know, from when I was a teenager all the way through my 30s, where have all the good men gone? You know, do, do men even open doors for their women anymore? Do they, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, well, and she's not I, pissing me off, but no, I'm just from, kidding. Now, this is a men's <laughs> mental health podcast. I'm not looking at anybody out there that is more in touch with their emotional side than their, you know, their masculine side. I don't really care. I really don't. But the world needs more men. It, it does. And I don't mean, and I'm, please understand, I'm not making a political statement. I'm not making anything like that. It's It's just a fact. It's not even that. It's we need people that have morals and character and well, ethic. Yes. You know, like You're that's right. what it is. No, you know, absolutely. It, that is what that, that is what and, I'm talking about. But that's what I know, and that's what I know. That's what you mean. And I know that. And you know, when we say men, it's not like, you know, we don't need more like fucking coal miners and lumberjacks, which no. I mean we probably wouldn't hurt from having <laughs> I, more coal miners or shit like that, to be honest with you. But um anyway, hold sorry, we're not getting political, but um no. But, but it, what we mean is just like men with character, men of yes. morals, men of ethics, people who are, you know, bringing back the way that things should be. And I mean, that's and that doesn't matter what, you know, what your sexual orientation is like. It doesn't matter. Like you can have all those things and and bring back the the dignity of what being a human being really fucking means and and that's what it boils down to i mean i say you know we need to bring back you know the old i mean we do we do we do we do but at the same time it has nothing to do with all those political you know buzzwords and stuff like that it's just 
you know, let me, let me just say one thing, and I firmly believe this is we wouldn't be where we are today without real men, without right. without mass. I'm sorry, not real men. I shouldn't say that. It's masculine. Masculine men. You kind yeah. of starting to sound like Jordan Peterson there a little bit. I well, you know, it's I'm telling you, it's hey. the dude is a genius. Anybody the dude ain't wrong. Me, I mean, I tell you what, wake me up, wake me up when he fucking misses. How about that? Yeah, that's it. You yeah. know, <laughs> but you know and, the other. And, you know, the, but but I will say one thing: we are lucky enough to live in a world that we're. I mean, as much as you know, whether you, what doesn't matter what side you agree with. I don't understand why there are sides, but it doesn't matter what side you agree with or anything like that. Um, the fact of the matter is, is we live in a world that it's okay to be on either side. It's mm -hmm. okay to, you know, you can believe, you can support, you can do whatever you want. And we live in a world that that's okay. But that's the other part. That's the thing that I never understood is why does it matter? How do I put this? why the fuck do we need to have sides? Why can't people just fucking freely think like, why yeah. can't you just fucking just be who, like, just be, be you, whatever. I don't care. It, well, who gives a fuck about. Yeah, no, I've said it before. I'm like, you know what? I remember like, a time when we could disagree and we could still be friends. Right. Like what? Who like, fuck you, man. Like, I don't give a shit about any yeah. of any of most people's political views. Like, I don't give a fuck, man. Like, are do you have good character? Are you a good yeah. human being? Yeah. Great. Then we can fucking talk. Right. Exactly. You know, there might be some shit that I disagree with, but it doesn't mean I'm going to like, I like fucking hate you. I'm going to like burn no. you. Like, you I, know, like now I, I do have to ask since my dad is here because, okay. Be, uh -oh. Because yes. Oh God. The pre I mean, a lot of the, belief systems and stuff like that are handed down, you know, generation, generation, generation. Now, do you, do you think that that was like your belief system? Now I'm not going to say how old you are because I'm not that mean, but <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm older than dirt. What you're older than dirt in the mountain it's on. But, yeah. uh, but the Damn. whole thing is, is the, was there, were you allowed to disagree with your dad when you were growing up? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. You see that look? He was like, "Are you stupid?" See, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and and look, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, you, you didn't disagree with your dad because you got a whooping in that, that at that point. Okay, all right. That's... But there's but there's also nothing wrong with a whooping either. No, there's. I mean, that's, that's a that's a conversation that we can definitely have on this on this well, podcast. We could we could spend hours on that one, but. That is a long yeah. Dan's rolling up his sleeves. It's, it's uh, but, let's uh, have a discussion. It, was, it, was, yeah. it, it, was, it only took it, us thirty eight minutes to get to that point. Way. It was his way, and uh, uh, that's the way it was going to be because he was he was the leader of the pack. He was he right. was the man. Well, out, right? well, let me ask you this yeah. then: Was it the Brady when you were growing up? Was it the same way? Um. No. Did things change? Did okay. Let me ask you this then. It was a little different. I mean, you have to understand something. My dad and I did spend um, a number of years apart. Fault, no fault, doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, is there early in my childhood I did. And but however, I, I mean, I would like to say, as I've said to you before, that Daryl did right by me. He did. He did. He he, he absolutely did. did. Um, and I have no problem with that. No, no, and but no, it was it was different. Daryl was not the same type of person is my dad and honestly that was kind of a lucky thing for me it really was mm. my dad was more of an outdoorsman more of camping and fishing and 
and and doing that kind of thing. Daryl was, I mean, he was a musician. He was extremely smart. He was very caring. Not to say you weren't caring. I'm just saying that you know he was he was more on the emotional end. And and Dad, you you were you were more on the practical end. You were like I, I was. I was a little hard. I was a little harder. You were a little harder. I was um, a little harder because that's the way I was brought up. Exactly. And and honestly, I was kind of lucky. When it comes to, especially, I mean, we've been doing this podcast. God, I thought I thought about it the other day. It was, it's been about a year and a half, hasn't it? It's almost been two years. Has it almost been two years? Good lord! I guess it would be what in February. Something. Uh, and like I that. just now got invited. Um, you've been invited before, but you've never been in town. So oh, you, you okay. talk to him about that. Hey, do, why? Really? That was quick. That was, <laughs> that was, I mean, not not even a hesitation. Just chuck my ass under the third wheel of the bus. That's yeah, <laughs> no, uh, Brady had Brady Brady had the growing up of of two individuals. I did that were totally separate from each other. Yes, but also combined for his well being. Yes, and so uh, he had he had two great mentors. Yes, yeah, yeah I, I would definitely say, like, I would definitely say in, that. in order to say in order to do that. Until he got sent down to my house. <laughs> <laughs> and then shit we were and, 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 with that. And then we you, then, you, then we had some struggles with the big city. Yeah, well. But uh but going from Alaska to the big city. Oh, it, not even it, not just Alaska, a, big, a ton of like twenty five hundred people. Yeah, yeah it is a big uh endeavor that uh most people can't handle. And including myself. Oh yeah. But but he came through it. I did. He came through it. It took a lot of years. Uh a lot of uh uh threatening <laughs> his friends. Well yeah, no, that, so-called friends. That did happen. That's that's a fact. <laughs> but see, I feel like I believe I feel the like though that you shotgun up your ass came out of my dad's uh, mouth more than once. But I, oh, Jesus. Uh, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I perceived, uh, uh, you know, uh, oh, a conclusion so to this whole thing, and so we we have a lot of stories. Yeah, we do have some stories. I'm we gonna have, have to have him on more often. This is great. Yes, but uh, see, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you growing up in that. I feel like you growing up in that led you to. Uh, a pretty good balance of emotions yes. in life Absolutely. where, you know, you learn how to be um, patient and graceful. And then you learn when you've got to fucking put your foot down, you know, and sometimes kids don't really grow up learning how that, like learning that stuff. Like they don't ever learn how to like reel in their emotions. They don't learn how to tap into certain things like certain aspects of their life like that, you know, they, so then you, or they, or they only learn one side. Right. So you have your dad who is kind of like, uh, I don't mean, this, ass, yeah. I, I was going to like the authoritarian type. And sure, then you have yeah. Daryl, who's a little bit looser on that end, yeah. but you, you combine that and you combine, uh, the, the mental aspect of both of those together. And then you get, a a, a well-rounded individual. Well, it took a while. <laughs> hey, Rome for wasn't built in a day. For those of you that here's, didn't, here's, don't watch the video, my eyebrows about went through through my, here, my hair. Here's the, here's the thing for all men <laughs> with their sons or daughters. Don't be friends with them. 
be parents with them. Dad, dad, I, dad learned that I the spent, hard way. I spent a lot of years without him. So I tried to be a friend first and a parent afterwards. And so there's a difference. So I've uh, be a I, parent, not a friend. I, and and those of you that consistently listen to this podcast know that I've I've never told my dad that I mentioned that in this podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that I mean that's 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 a fact. I mean I I mean my dad and I, I and I have had many uh, an adult conversation with each other in our in my adult years as. You know, yes, as, as as much as as much as I enjoyed every minute of every day that I could that I've been able to spend with this man, you know, camping and fishing and getting away with murder and yeah, um, getting away and, with murder. <laughs> so and all that stuff. You know, it was I, at that point in time when I moved down here at 16 years old, I needed a father. I didn't need a friend. And yeah. and regardless of of fault or regardless of of circumstance, that was my um, fault. That was that was you know that was what was thrust upon us at 16 at my age of 16 and you know i was already out of control i was um i wasn't don't get me wrong i wasn't terrorizing people or or anything like that it was it was just my attitude and 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 my mentality was was let's just say it was very different than what it is now um as as it was i mean you can i mean dan you you i'm sure your mentality at 16 was was very different than it is now as well um oh don't make me bring that up because i'm gonna invite your dad i'm gonna get on and invite your dad at some point yeah so, my, dad, my dad would flat out tell you that i was just a fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> well so is my son well you know but i was but i was sweet about it um no you but, weren't no i really wasn't <laughs> um but no it was and 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 that's and that's the truth you know it is <laughs> i i tried to have you know i i'm and I'm terrible at it. I am. I mean, you, Dan, you and I have, have mentioned more than once about our podcast. Like, oh no, don't, don't, don't do what we do. Listen to what we tell you to do. That's. I mean, yeah, we're we're the uh, we're the do as I say, not as I do type people. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, because we know we're. That's how we know we're wrong because we're doing it. Um, <laughs> but like my but, daughter, my daughter does get away with murder. She does. Um, mm, my, you fucking telling me? I mean, I'm telling you, it's yeah, uh, Penny, does. Penny does, you know, get away with a lot and and gets away with more than Spencer does, and and I'm not necessarily proud of that fact. I'm really not, but at the same time, there is an age difference, and of course, I make all these excuses for it. But the fact of the matter is, is yeah, they're they're you know, one gets away with a little bit more than the other, and I'm I, I if I'm gonna be honest. A big part of it is the fact that she's my little girl and he's he's my my little man. I was gonna. I, mean, I was just about to say. I think that shit is embedded in the DNA, and we always talk about yes. the DNA embedment. And I think when you when you have a girl, it you, I don't know why, but things are just different. And you you know you try to raise them like you would if you had a son, and for some reason. Don't know why, but daughters make you soft as fuck, and I don't understand <laughs> that, and well, I don't get I, that. I I I, uh, I I disagree with that part of it. Um, different generation, though, too. Yeah, different generation. Okay. Um, I adopted uh, Brady's <laughs> sisters, sisters, yeah, uh, and uh, the oldest one 
used to travel and trek with me everywhere she went, wh wherever I went. I mean, if, if it was rabbit hunting in, in waist-deep snow or mm -hmm. fly fishing on the river someplace, she was always there. She followed me everywhere. Um, so it, it doesn't have to be just, um, you know, a type of uh, personality. It's what they want to do and yeah. how they want to do it. And, and uh, I, I don't know if Brady ever told you that I got hurt uh, back in 85. I don't think I ever have, no. And uh, my, do my daughter took care of me. My daughter bandaged me and took care of my leg. And, and uh, I was in a pretty serious accident, but it's neither here nor there. She took care of me. She, she came home from school and, and dressed my bandage and, and took care of all those things because she wanted to. Mm. And that's, and, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't even know why I opened my mouth. I have, no, I have nothing to say about that. I don't. Are you sure? Because you're babbling a lot for somebody to say. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, well, you know. It's... You look like you got a whole lot to say about that. No, I don't, honestly. I mean, 85, really I was, he was, I was four. Young. I was four. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're four at um, fucking six five. I mean, well, I mean, the I was, largest four year old in the world. I was six one. Okay, this is. I mean, come on, this is before my my first growth spurt. Right? I tell you what, I bet you what, I bet you that four year old know how to slide in between the pipes in hockey. I mean, why you got to bring that shit up? I mean, just because my dad watched us terribly play hockey last night. I tell you what, though, that was that was fucking hilarious. Oh, that was, that was fun, by the way. That was really fun listening to uh, your dad just like, like in the background. That was great, man. That made like the I, whole I night. Still, I still think you ought to do pickleball instead. Of, instead of Jesus, hey, I like pickleball. I'm not, you guys sure you don't want to like start bowling or something? I like I like uh, pickleball. I mean, I've, I've never played, but I'm 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 sure it's, I can probably get into it. It's like a mini version of tennis. It's Think of like a, it's a mini tennis. It's like, it's like it's like a mixture of like tennis and ping pong. It, it is basically yeah. yeah. Just think of ping pong yeah. in a, on a giant yeah. court. That's all it is. Yeah, it's a little See, less. Than tennis, even I, I know that. Well, damn, I mean, even I know that. Yeah. God damn. Bowling so it's my ass. This... No. Anyway, so <laughs> oh, my lips aren't big enough. God damn. I see where you get it from. <laughs> so let me, Brady, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, the uh, growing up and having, having your dad and having Daryl, yeah. um, and having basically two different, uh, aspects, you know, two different of the ends of the spectrum when you have a father, like with father figure, the way you grow up and being taught, sure. learning and stuff like that. Um, do you feel who you are today as a dad, do you think that it would be different if you didn't grow up in a, uh, if you didn't grow up like that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I think it, it, it's, it, it has added to both like even pre-dad, like I, I always thought, and I, and I've mentioned this before, you know what I was, I was put on this earth to be dad. I was, 
I, I like to think I'm a good dad. I hope I'm a good dad. And, and, you know, and I've actually had multiple people say, you know what, if you hope and pray that, you know, you're a good dad, you're probably a good dad. But, <laughs> but it's, um, I feel like it is, if I was raised more on one side of the spectrum or the other, I feel like I wouldn't be the same dad that I am now. And I actually kind of like the dad that I am now. I'm not the, yeah, I granted, I make mistakes just like you do. Just like, I mean, my dad's, I mean, everybody, I'm 41 years old. My dad still makes mistakes. Dan, your daughter is eight months old. Yeah, soon to be nine. Soon to be nine, eight months old, soon to be nine. My daughter's four months, or four months, four years old. Four months. Four, mu- four months, yeah. My daughter is four years old. I mean, it's, you know, we, we're going to make mistakes for the rest of our lives. There is no right and wrong way. But I will say this. I truly believe that had I not had that that upbringing, had I not had kind of both sides of the spectrum, and honestly, where both sides of the spectrum at those at, at those points in my life, too. Like, I feel like they were kind of interspersed there at the right times. And by, by that, I mean... I was introduced more to the fishing aspect and the outdoors aspect of my life, uh, of life at the right time that I would be interested in it. Um, just like I was introduced to the musical and and you know emotional side of life at the right time, so I could kind of understand a little bit better of both. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm by no stretch of the imagination a master of either, but. I do believe it. It gave me a better understanding of what a what a father is supposed to be. Yes. Do you you listen to Zach Bryan, right? I do. Yeah. Okay, and I apologize. I fucking I gronk smashed my fucking phone on the ground because I was trying to look something <laughs> up while you were talking. That's what that loud noise was. Um, there's a, a song by Zach Bryan. Uh, I believe it's called Half Grown, and there's a uh, like a, a line in there, and it says that. Um, uh, sometimes a woman is the sum of all the things her father ain't and a met and men are just the sum of all the things that their mothers did. And I, I was thinking about that one day when the song came on, hold on saying, no, no, no. you gotta, you gotta say that one. You more time, say it again? Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull this up. It says sometimes a woman is the sum of all the things her father isn't. Men are just the sum of all the things their mother, their mothers did. Ah, okay. So I was thinking about that the other day because I was thinking about when you were, you were telling me that your dad was coming on and and I was that song had popped in and then that line came on. I started thinking about all the things that I gravitated towards when it re, regarding my mom because of all the things that I felt I was missing because of how my father was. And I started to go a little further back when we were talking one episode about being the man that you desire to be and not just, you know, being complacent in who you are today. It's always just a growing aspect of, of you're always on the path of being somebody that you desire to be right. And it made me think about uh, this. I heard this thing on this podcast and the guy was talking about how um, men mainly, but also, also women, uh, they become the thing that they lacked the most of growing up as a child. So who you end up, who you end up becoming down the road as a father or as a man 
are things that you were searching for that you never received growing up as a child? And I started to, and I was thinking about that because I was telling your dad, or I guess you were, I think you were there too, when I said that there was a, a moment in time when I said, I didn't want to be like him. I wanted to be different and I was going to do things differently growing up and doing things differently when I had a child. And it had me kind of revolt back to that where I started thinking about, you know, that, that line where, uh, you know, you, the, the, what about, uh, the things that, you know, all the things that your mother did. And I started thinking, I said, well, what are all the things that I do today that my mom did that dad never did? And what are the things that I'm doing today for my daughter that I always wish that my dad did and never did? And I realized that I'm becoming the father to my daughter that is the father that I wish I had growing up as a child. I can understand that. Yeah but, your, yeah, but your mom, your mom is the one, at least when I was growing up, was was the the strong factor in the household. And so you took after your mother uh, for a lot of things back then. Mm -hmm. I don't know about today, but uh, back then your mother was, was, the, was, was, was the cement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That brought the family together and kept mm -hmm. them together. Mm -hmm. and, well, and, and I'm talking exactly what you're saying right there. And I've talked about this before that you know, growing up, my dad and I we we butted headed heads often and a lot, sure. and so did my brother, right? And ultimately, that led to a disconnect between uh, my father and myself, and my father and my brother, and and that's why you know some of the things that my brother was going through, my dad basically would be in denial about or refuse to accept of what was going on. And my mom was always the one, like your dad said, who, who cemented everything. My mom was the one to make sure that, you know, that dinner was on the table. We were there as a family. My mom was always the one to make sure that, you know, if my dad was hard on us about something, it's, hey, your father is hard on you because of these reasons, right? It's not because he's trying to be an asshole. It's because, you know, he wants you to be better. He knows that you can do better. He expects great things out of you type of thing, right? So it's always, you know, your mom, like my mom was the one that always did that stuff. So now as I grow up and get older and and. and it, she's still like that today, right? She's like that with the family in general, my entire family. That's who she is. And you kind of, I think as you get older, you kind of hit this point where you kind of do this little like flip flop where you start slowly becoming bits and pieces of who your father is. Like I, like I said, like I started inheriting some of those things, like the way that my dad worked hard and you know, the, the fact that like, uh, you know, he was an honest man. And like, if he said he was going to do something, he was going to do it like type of thing. And those were the traits that I realized that I started picking up on. And you know, my mom's the same way, but like from a, a emotional standpoint side, watching my mom be who she was in a, in a, not such a great loving household to, you know, cause we didn't use that word very often in our house. It, it, I realized, you know, like I said, like, I started to become the person that I like the father that I wish I had growing up, you know, with my daughter, but to be, you know, to be fair, if my dad wasn't who he was, I wouldn't be who I was right now. So like, I owe everything to him for being who I am today. Even if it wasn't what I was looking for, for a child, it was exactly what I needed at that time. 
Well, and that's you know, and I feel like that's that's a big part of of you know, as I as I brought up in the beginning, the the multi generational you know aspect of uh, of you know today's episode is you know there it was different when when dad you were growing up and it was different when i was growing up and honestly dan you and i aren't that far apart in age but when it comes down to you know generationally you and i are are separated and we were all three raised in very different ways and it, and it's affected us and affected the way that we that we look at the world and look at our, our own lives, you know, past, present and future. And, you know, it shines a specific light Mm -hmm. on, on certain aspects, Um, you know, having, and, and I have to, you know, based on my upbringing, which is understandable, you know, I have to disagree with you a little bit on it because I was raised on both ends, you know, my, mm-hmm. my dad, like I said, was, you were more, more of, you know, the, the, the hard ass, uh, outdoorsman, you know, I was. you were more of the, the, the quote unquote man's man. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're, you're an aircraft mechanic. You, were, you know, you, <laughs> you did, you did all these, all these quote unquote, how you would say masculine, masculine things. And Daryl was, very much an emotional individual, very uh, a musician, as I've as I've said before, probably one of the best guitar players that I've I've ever known, and was also you know a very he he always seemed to be able to look at things from your side, your point of view. Mm-hmm. I've never see, I've never heard anybody speak a negative word about that man ever. No offense, Dad. I've heard uh-huh. people. I've I I've agree. heard people say negative things about you. I have. Uh-huh. You're an ass. Yeah, um, and and you know and and I'm that's okay. okay. I'm I mean, okay with that. And that's okay. I mean, I love you, and you've become yeah. less of an ass in your older age. But yeah. you know, but the fact of the matter is, is is our upbringing. It it is a very large aspect on who we are as as men and who we are as fathers. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree? I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. When uh, each each generation picks up certain traits from their dad and their mom mm-hmm. and and they try to they try to intertwine those those things between both of them into into their siblings growing up and and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't um, but uh, most of the time it works one has to be the hard ass and the other one has to be the easy one and mo sure. yeah. mainly mom is the uh is the uh umpire between um the siblings the kids and the and and, and dad and dad yeah because mm-hmm. dad is always going to be the hard ass mm-hmm. always going to be the hard ass no that's not wrong my mom no. is no slouch you did exactly not i was gonna say my thing. My mom beat the shit out of me for a time yeah. or two, and I absolutely I, deserved it. But <laughs> I, used have, I used to have a paddle hanging up in the kitchen with my name on it. <laughs> it was so, well worn, I'm sure, too. This. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind. See, and then, and, and that's another thing, you know. I mean, I, I would, I'm, I'm telling you that this cannot be the only time you come onto the podcast because, generationally speaking, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. 
Yeah. So many different things we could talk about. About you know, um, I mean, corporal punishment. I mean, we could go. We could go, oh, we could go on. We forever. could go deep yeah. into, into the into the generational aspects of it. But this being you know Men's Mental Health Month, um, I, I don't. I do you know when when November was named Men's Mental Health Month? I kind of want to look this up right now. I don't have any idea. You don't have any idea. I don't have any idea. Were we supposed to? Have, we had homework for this. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do homework in high school. You man. didn't get the text. Yeah, I didn't get the um, memo, man. I didn't. I didn't do. Right, I'm, I'm used to that with him. I'm kind of just like a put the test in front of me type of person. I'll figure it out type of thing. Oh yeah, just um, so. That's probably why I almost didn't graduate. When, but hey, you know, November is Men's Mental Health Month. And that was mm-hmm. according to oh no, so that was the most recent October twenty third was there was a there was a news article. This does not help me. I I'm willing to bet that it's probably within the last ten years. You think so? Yeah, yeah probably. Any, Officially, yeah. probably within the last ten years. Because yeah. do you ever remember it being a thing? Because I don't no. really. No. Maybe I was just naive to it, you know. And it's 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 cool that you you have your dad here because. I remember like close to this National time last Men's year. Health Awareness Month. That's what it is. Okay. So what is it? What, what was the date? November. No idea. I uh, mean, motherfucker. Yeah. That's no. all right. I remember. I've been, I've been uh, called worse by the guy sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember like this time last year, right around this time last year, you were talking about all the things that, um, that like you and your dad wanted to do and this didn't ha- really have time to do it and stuff like that. And and you remember what I told you, right? I told you make fucking time to do it. Cause like yeah. one day, cause one day is just not going to happen anymore. Right. So when you finally told me that, you know, you guys set up this, you're setting up this plan, well, like this trip, sure. right. Yeah. I was ecstatic for you, man. Like I really was because it finally, like you can't, that's a, you know, that's a thing that we always talk about. Oh, we'll get to it tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do it tomorrow. You know, like stuff like yeah. that. And, Dude, sometimes tomorrow cliche, just, cliche as it sounds some at some point tomorrow, tomorrow ain't gonna come. come yep tomorrow ain't gonna come and that's why like now you know with my daughter you know yeah i might be tired and stuff like that and she's having fun in the playpen but i mean like what's what's five more minutes of jumping yeah. on dad's chest you know what i mean what's you know what's one what's five more minutes of her just pulling on my beard even though i hate the shit out of it and it hurts like, <laughs> i mean but what's five more minutes right it brings her joy it, it hurts yeah. me for like three seconds i don't care right like what's what it like what is it gonna wait it doesn't cost anything you know what i yeah. mean no and that's you know and that's and that's something that in this in this great big open world that we live in now, and and I'm, don't worry, I'm not going to say it, but um, in this great big open world that we A live in now, what? <clears throat> <laughs> um, that's that's the thing we forget is the here and now. You know, yeah. I it, it really is. It's you know, I I love coming home after work, setting my phone down, and believe me, that's difficult. I mean, you know me, I'm. I'm an addict. I, I'm I'm addicted to work. I love my job, mm. but more than anything else, I am just uh, I just mm. flat out addicted to work. I am, mm. and you know, I have to say that one of the best things that happens when I come in from from work is I set my phone down, I set my keys down, I set my backpack down, and I have both children um, running up to me and saying, "Daddy," and that you know the world stops 
I mean, and for anybody out there that that has kids, you you understand what I mean by that is the world stops for that half a second. That you know, you know that moment in time, there's nothing other than you and your children. And that's what this podcast has has really kind of become for me. This is this is one of those things where you know I want people to be able to experience these things and I want people to understand what it's like to experience these things. But I also want them to understand that you're not alone mm-hmm. in these in anything. Um I've also yeah, I mean Dan, you've talked about the hard times that you've had. I mean Sorry, it, it it was just one of those things that it, it just kind of occurred to me. Like you said, we've been doing this for almost two years, dude. I mean, what have we what have we gone through? What have we we need to find that we need to find our exact anniversary date, and we're going to do a two year anniversary episode this 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 year. I got to see how many episodes you've even put out at this point. It, the, to me, it's wild that we've actually been doing this for this long because this started as just like a, a random text idea. We talk about it all the time. Started right. as an idea. It started with us venting about shit. And then it was like, you know, let's just, let, you know, I don't know how, but we were just like, let's just start a podcast. Like nobody ever does this idea. stuff. Don't, don't. My, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'll take it. I mean, so it was like, nobody ever really does this stuff. Like you don't have these outlets. Right. And I'm not talking about like sugarcoating bullshit. I'm like, we like, let's just fucking talk like you would normally <laughs> on the phone or face to face or whatever it is. Right. And you know, like, fuck, if you offend people, like I'm not trying to be a yeah, dick about right. it, but it's like, you, sometimes you just have to say what you need to say. Right. And, and somehow it's it's blossomed into way more than we've ever thought it would be. And, you know, it, the fact that almost every episode we put out, there's like 50 people that listen. Thank you to all the 50 people yeah, that are out sure. there. Like, <laughs> like, it's fucking wild to me that we can sit here and talk about it. And the responses that we had from the very first episode was unbelievable. Like you have people messaging you, like talking to you about you, like, man, yo, thanks for doing this. Like, this is, this is something like I needed this and shit like that. And those are the same people that listen today, you know? And I think there's a reason, like we started the, the dudes and dads group. Right. And I've always, and I was wondering like, you know, there not a lot of people comment on that, but they'll comment yeah. when somebody poses a question. And I think it's because it's hard to, to just to talk about shit when it bothers you, you know, especially with a group of people that you don't know. But I mean, we try to be welcoming about it and stuff like that. And this podcast, I think is proves to people that you literally can talk about whatever the fuck you want with us. Like we don't care. Like you got something you want to talk about, just talk about it. You know, um, we, and, and just, just so you guys know out there, you know, we don't talk about politics and, and religion and stuff like that on our podcast, because honestly, we don't want the damn drama. Except for Chris, have, we like do it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, yeah, we like Chris do it. That's because yeah, Chris is good it, about that. Chris is good about that, and we've discussed that, and we won't get yeah, into it. Yeah, too yeah, much but yeah, you're right. All, you're right. Episode. But, but the fact of the matter is, is we don't we don't talk about these things because we don't we honestly don't want to want the drama. If you want to reach out to us and you have a, a point of view that you'd like to speak with us about, it's fine. Honestly, it's I, it's you, not going to bother me at all. Right, and you know the rules. If you pose a question or a suggestion or an episode suggestion, you have to come on with us. Yes, them the rules. That's just them how it works. The rules. That's how Matt got. That's how Matt got roped into this. Yeah. That's why he's never asked again because he doesn't want to come. 
<laughs> no, but oh, I mean, like, he's got to come back on soon. Um, so I think the cool thing about this is that it's perfect timing, right? It's November. It's men's mental health yeah. month. We're coming up on the holidays. You know, your dad was here. It's kind of like the, the stars sort of aligned in a way. Right. Um, for me, this is the, f- yeah, this is really like the first major family holiday for me being a dad. And, um, yeah. you know, you, like you have your dad here and, you know, we posed a question earlier today in the or the other day in the group that we understand that this time period is hard for people. Like, and for me, this is the moment where I would start to to crash and like go into the me, deep hole both. because you know it, it's it's hard trying to do this stuff when it's hard to try. It's it's hard trying to make these memories when the people that are supposed to be there making them with you aren't. And that's the part yes. that I still struggle with today. Right. And, and I've, you know, I've openly talked about this and this might also kind of might be an issue, but I don't know. That's a therapist to decide on, but <laughs> is that I can, I can, I can split and this the difference is the time right now to let you yeah. know we are not mental health professionals. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I can, I can sort of like split the difference where I can kind of be in that, that mindset of just kind of being down. But like when I'm around my daughter and around like my wife and stuff, I can kind of tap out of that and tap into them when I need to. But it's like the minute I get away from that, I'm right back into that hole. So it's like whatever energy I have reserved, I'm reserving it for them. But this is also my way of like, you know, this, this shit still fucking sucks. Like I'm happy. Like I'm thrilled with my life. Like we get to, like, I'm finally getting a chance to do the holidays with my child. Right. This is, this is a thrill for me. This is fantastic. Like we're going to go all out for the holidays. Right. But you still have that lingering feeling of you have an open chair. There's an empty chair across the table and it will never be filled. And yeah. it is a hard thing to deal with. And there's people who are dealing with that, not because you have a loss, but you know, maybe they just don't have family with them today or they don't have family with them this week and they don't have family with them, um, you know, leading through the holidays. And for me, I've opened up before it was, you know, right around November to about the end of March, which is when uh, March is when my brother passed it. That, that's a hard time for us. We got Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or for me and we got Thanksgiving and Christmas and, you know, I told you before that things really changed when, when I met my wife and things changed within our family and, and Christmas wasn't depressing anymore. You know, it's still hard and it sucks, but you find new ways to celebrate while you're still celebrating the people that aren't here. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, on the, op- not opposite side, but on, at a different angle, I guess, is where I, where I fall in is, you know, for me, it's, you know, I have family here here in Washington State, but and and we're not close. I mean, it, fault doesn't matter, but you know, we're not close, and so so the holidays are difficult for me. They are. Um, they always they, they have been for years. I mean, I grew up with with you know I grew up with mom's side of the family, and and not not necessarily dad's side. Yeah. Whether 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 you know good, bad, or indifferent, that's just how it was, and. I don't feel that closeness um, that that I did with with my mom's side of the family. So this this time of year, yeah, it, it's and it's almost not necessarily adds a degree, but there's a different kind of offshoot of it mm-hmm. of the feeling mm-hmm. when you are that close 
you know, I mean, you know, geographically to your family and you still don't feel like you're part of the family. Right. But it and, sure as and, hell makes you grateful for all the shit you got though. Oh, it, it does. And, and I'll be honest with you, you know, that feeling has sub subsided. It's faded. It's not gone. I mean, there's, there's still that, that bruise that, that <laughs> that's there. Uh, but it's definitely faded. That feeling has definitely faded since, you know, I'm married. I have I have two beautiful children. My dad's in town for, for Thanksgiving. My, you know, it's it, I have you know my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law coming for Thanksgiving. It's it's become a, a more of a celebration than a reminder of how alone I am. And and that's and that's the real raw feeling of it because you know or before when I was alone and had the family close and, and still didn't quite feel like part of the family, it was different. Now, since I have, you know, that, that family, it has reminded me of how important it is to, for, for the people that are there. Yeah. And, and I don't, and, and this isn't just because my dad's sitting next to me. I mean, everybody here knows that, you know, me, I mean, I've talked about my both sides of my family on this podcast. You know, my my dad's side of the family and I don't we don't necessarily see it eye to eye. We don't know each other well. It's there's no fault on either side of it. It's just that's how the chips kind of fell as far as that side of the family goes. I don't wish them ill will and they don't wish me ill will. We just we're two different we're we're different people. It's it's that cliche shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's terrible, and it and shit let's happens. Put a, let's put it like it really is nowadays, and that is, and that is that family is not the binding that it used to be. Mm -hmm. Family people have gone their own separate ways, yeah. and the family is not a family unity like it used to be. And, That's um, fact, and, and, and yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it progress. I've seen it get worse. And and uh, I hope it comes back to its uh, original state. But I don't think it ever will. But yeah, family, used that... be, family used to be family. And, and family always got together on the yeah. holidays for um, the, uh, the getting together. The, Being uh, together, yeah, yeah, family. Well, it's like and you said, the unity. The unity, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's a unity. I want to say last year, I actually asked you, you know, what's the, what's the one thing that in the past your family did that mm -hmm. maybe they don't do anymore, or they don't put as much concentration in, and as as they used to. You know, what what was something they used to do they don't do anymore for the holidays? Do you, do you ever yeah, have, one, do you have anything? <laughs> Yeah, one of the big things we used to do is go to my grandmother's house, and the whole family was there. The whole family. Yeah. We'd go to my grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. We'd go there yeah. for Christmas Eve. And, you know, as my grandmother got older at, at that time, she passed away, uh, you know, uh, I think he, she passed away a year after my brother died. So it would have been 2013. Um, after she passed away, the family sort of fell apart. And, yeah. and it sort of fell apart before that, but you know, like my dad's side of the family is a little, little, you know, we're just going to leave it at that. But, um, there's people on that side of the family that I haven't seen in like 15 years. 
you know, it's, it's, it's awful, but it's just sometimes shit happens, you know? And I think like what your dad said is that there's no, you don't have that unity anymore with that family. And I think the statement, the statement of, uh, you can't, you can't choose your blood, but you can, you can choose your family has never been so much true because your blood doesn't necessarily make family. It's who you, who you choose as family is what makes family. It's like what you, what you hold in that highest regard is what family is. So whether it's your immediate family or if it's friends or it's whatever it is, you know, your family is where you feel at home and that's your family. And sometimes it's yeah. not your blood, you know, sometimes blood doesn't, it's not home when you're with your own blood, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's just, you find ways to carry those traditions on. You try to find ways to, to do things and keep it going. And, um, you know, like this year we're doing something different, you know, and this is going to be the first, one of the first years that, uh, I haven't had Thanksgiving with my, with my mom or dad. Um, I'm having Thanksgiving with her side of the family and this is the first Thanksgiving for my daughter and she's not going to be with her grandparents, which is why she spent the night at my parents' house the other night. But, uh, uh, it's different for us. It's a new tradition, but you know, again, like your dad said, it's just that you lose that unity, you, you lose that fellowship and that, and you know, the, the, you know, some, as we say, like that brotherhood, you know, but, um, I don't know, man. You know, the, the family to me is just what makes you feel home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, uh, I don't mean to be that guy, but I think this is a good time to... Hold on. You don't get off the hook. What about you? I don't know what There's you're There's got to be a tradition for you growing what? up as a kid. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I thought yeah. I answered this. Didn't I answer this already? This was... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Go on. So, so what was the question again? Yeah, go on. What well, was something that you you know pulled up as a kid as a tradition for the holidays? Oh boy, Ooh, what have I passed on? <laughs> no, I mean, what is something that you remember? Monopoly. Really? Monopoly with my cousin. Huh. Um, it's it, I I know it's it's strange. It's I always no. remember this. You know, my it's not my strange. cousin. No, my my cousins and I. Playing Monopoly um, uh, during the holidays, we'd all get together at my grandma's house at, at Mago's house, and and um, and we would we we would have this amazing feast, and we would just be together. Um, well, I mean, one of my favorite parts I actually mentioned earlier today was um, then as as most people that have that have listened to this for any kind of extended period of time, my family owned a bowling alley. Um, and when, then, you know, after dinner, we'd go down to pot bowl <laughs> for, so, you know, there'd be money exchanged hands. And let me just tell you something as a kid, you're amazed. And then when you get to be invited, it's a whole different story. All it's of a like sudden sitting at the big kids table. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it is. It's, it, it's very intimidating, but, um, but no, I monopoly monopoly with my cousins. I mean, we'd spend hours. Um, just, just playing. Um, I was a badass. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I, you, no, I really wasn't. I lost more than I won, but you, you had monopoly. Um, we had football and football will always be on in my house for Turkey yeah. day. Oh yeah. No, we'll I, never I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll we never, only had three channels. 
So yeah, shit, you had three. I had like no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, don't even talk to me. I had a stone in a wheel. Why don't you know what? Why don't you go inside, go to your room, and you think about what you just said to me. This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All um, right, so no, honestly, what we got? And, and, but that was that's probably a monopoly. Was was one of my. Dad, you have a tradition back back in when you were a kid. Do you remember back then? I mean, back when they used to use you know hammer and chisel and you know my god damn when I when I was a kid. Of course, uh, depends on how old you want to go back or how far you want to go back. But um, I used to uh, I used to want decoys or shotgun shells for Christmas. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't rent, uh, a true story. True story. I used to go out in the morning with my new decoys and shotgun shells, kill a few ducks, and come back, and and mom would have dinner ready. And that was my tradition every year. Oh, really? Was. I love duck. That's awesome. I love I love duck. Yeah, so duck. okay, oh, so we. Before we wrap up, we have to do the lighter things because that's what we said we yes, were going to do absolutely. at the end of every episode. Take, so, all right. So we're sitting at your table. You got them? Yeah, we're sitting at your table. It's 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 Thanksgiving. What are what are the main main food items on your table? Food. <laughs> food. <laughs> what are you talking are about? Things? At least at least other than turkey, because really, yeah, because yeah. everybody knows Thanksgiving is about the sides. We don't give a shit about the meat. We want the sides. I mean, <laughs> I do want some I'm meat, gonna, but I want I want the sides. One of my one of my favorites. Yeah, and I'm not ashamed to say it. If you say cranberry sauce, I'm ending the shit right now. That canned ass cranberry sauce. Okay, <laughs> thank you, you for joining when you, us. When you take it out we, of the can, uh, decided the to one. end yeah. this uh, forever. We will never make another. And it's still again. in the shape of the can. That I love. Awful. I don't. It, it is. T- I love that shit. I do. You're a sick individual. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> My dad. However. This year, my dad is going to witness me making a pumpkin pie from scratch, like from from pumpkin, from actual pumpkin. Halloween pumpkin? pumpkin. What? Halloween pumpkin? No, actually, uh, there's a store around me that that sells sugar pumpkins. Winn-Dixie? What? I said (laughs) Winn-Dixie. I don't think their their reach gets this far. Um, No, um, but I, I will be making pumpkin pie, and if I have enough pulp, I'm going to try to make pumpkin cheesecake from scratch mm, as well. I like that. Yeah. So I, okay, I guess okay. this, year, this year it would be the pumpkin pie from scratch would probably be the. That would be the main thing? Yeah. All right. What about your dad? What would be, what would be the main? Like, what's the number one thing you would go for on the table? Um, other number than, one other than turkey. thing. I mean, like, it's the plate is piled high, but you have to have yeah, this one yeah, item. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's a uh, uh, sweet potatoes. Uh, with yeah, with it with or without with marshmallows. Uh, I don't care about the marshmallows. I want the brown sugar. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the brown sugar. I don't care about yeah. the marshmallows. I want the brown yeah, sugar. Yeah, I don't care about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet potatoes. How about you? Mm, you, you. This is going to be this is a, a basic white boy answer, but mac and cheese What's, and stuffing. You have- you have mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? Um, we do we turkey. 
Listen, we do turkey, we do ham, we do macaroni and cheese, mashed potatoes and gravy. Then we do roasted potatoes, and then we do corn pudding, green beans, and then we have rolls. I'm pretty sure I'm missing something. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm missing something. I think I'm missing something. I don't know what, but. How many people are at this dinner, dude? Just you or what? Me? No. (laughs) Uh, It's usually about like five or six people. That's it? Five or six. Yeah. yeah. You Bro, you listen, man. I'm with that. I'm, I'm putting down like three plates on Turkey Day, man. I'm I, I believe I'm you. dying of a heart attack. I, 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 I think it's listen. cute that you think you have to put in the disclaimer on Turkey Day. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Oh, and Christmas and, and in general every day. And, and days that end in Y. Listen, I didn't I didn't get your boy didn't get this fat by accident. No. This no. was intent. <laughs> this was an intent right here. This was intent right here. What? Yeah, no, this was I did, and my dad mentioned because I told him how much I weighed, you know, about three hundred fifteen pounds. He's like, "Holy crap!" I was like, "Yeah, but you know what? I am fat and half." So, yeah, you're also uh, fucking like seven five. So I mean, it, I it, the scale kind of works out. <laughs> fucking Ben Wallace over here. I'm, I'm anyway, taller as this podcast goes <laughs> on. I just want you to know that. But you know oh what? Honestly, it's it's been we're we're in the garage and it's probably roughly thirty degrees outside right now. Yeah, um, here it's like I think it's uh, 27 degrees out here tonight. Nice. Well, Heck yeah. Okay. Well, so you'll understand when I say I think it's, this is a good time to wrap things up, bro. I got shorts on. What are you talking about, Alaska oh. boy? Oh, you. There's a, there is a part of me that wants to be like, show me them chicken ass legs, but I don't. <laughs> no, these bad please, boys. Please, so these, please these ham hawks. Well, will will the real Dan please stay seated? Um. Aww. So that's. Um, but no, honestly, Dan, um, as, as always, especially during, during the holiday season, um, I wish you, your family and everybody, the, the greatest amount of happiness, the, 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 the most amazing Turkey day. And, you know, and I hope you guys have a great time spending time with family. You too, man. I'm really glad that your dad's in town and Me I'm too. really glad, I'm really glad that we were able to do this. I, you know, you're, you, you talk about your dad a lot and, and, uh, he says nothing, nothing but good, great though. things. <laughs> no, he he is. Brady has said a lot of a, a lot of good things about about you, and and uh, he's lying. He might be <laughs> shit. He lies about me. No, but uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that we were able to do this, and I'm glad that we were able to do this. But when your dad was in town, like this yes. is this is cool. This is awesome. Um, and you know, same to you, man. Like you know, you're like we say, like you're you're one of my best friends, and um, you know, I I'm you know, I love you guys and, and I hope, you know, nothing but the best for everybody. And I hope you guys have a great, a great holiday. And, um, you know, we'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks. I mean, that's yeah. why we're doing this now. We're not, so that we don't have a prolonged, uh, waiting period like we did last time, but yeah, we've been getting better. Hey, we've been getting better at this. We're shit. trying, but, uh, we're trying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, and to everybody happy Thanksgiving and, um, I'll get, I'll work on this and get this out, you know, in the next day or so. Um, but, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and um, I hope everybody has a safe holiday. And if you're traveling, make sure you travel safe. Please, and, please. And I, you know, I'm going to say it because I'm going to be that guy. Don't drink and drive. Don't do anything stupid. Okay, just stay home or get a DP. I mean, <laughs> why? You know? Why the disclaimer? I mean, it's like it's like ah, uh, you know, I, Does I, he know I, me. <laughs> uh, let's just be safe. Let's just you yeah, know not just, do too much dumb shit. Please. Please have a safe holiday, please. And yeah, honestly, have a great holiday, guys. 
Honestly, um, if you're going to deep fry a turkey, please watch some YouTube instructions before you do it so we don't see a cl- compilations no, no, no. of... Bullshit. I will tell you right now, if you're going to deep fry a fucking turkey, don't do it while it's still frozen. <laughs> That's when shit happens, okay? That is... <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> We got Brady going again. Jesus the, the, Christ. We opened up a... don't understand the physics between ice and boiling hot oil, just don't deep fry the damn turkey. I feel like we hit a nerve here with Brady. Maybe a little bit. But we have. Yeah. <laughs> your, dad, your dad's like, you're a fucking... You're, you care about frozen turkey and oil, but you eat fucking cranberry sauce I, out of a can. I don't right. know where frozen turkey came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well look i i really i'm really glad that your dad joined us and um yes. you know as as always uh you know it's okay to not be okay and his man uh is uh, iron sharpens iron, sharpens iron. iron man sharpens man thanks man i forgot it for a second i fucking i, I noticed you, you kind of glazed over there fuck a man <laughs> die my mind not work i don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened I mean, it's been a long day <laughs> it, it's been a long week man yeah, so you hey uh dan uh I love you, brother. I love um, you too, man. Ha- have a safe trip. Please take care of that family. Give my best to your better half. And I do mean that in the most loving way possible. Your better mm-hmm. half. Um, and, mm-hmm. But, you know, nothing but love for you and your family. Give Same Maddie a hug, and a hug and a kiss for me. Dad, yeah. is there any, any parting wisdom you'd like to give everybody for the holidays? No, i just like to have everybody have a great and wonderful holiday. Yes. With their families. Yes. Dude, your dad's a natural at this. We gotta do I, this I'm again. You, we need to get it, get him on more often. If you could ever figure out how to use a camera on a, on any kind of technology, <laughs> we could probably get him on here. But oh shit! To write down instructions. Oh shit! In oh, three different God. languages, and he only speaks one. But, oh Jesus! <laughs> all right, hey Dan, you, you have a wonderful. Hey, please drive careful. Right, yeah, we will. And Don't worry. Great, great holiday. You too. Well, once again, this is Men in Your Life Unapologetically Human. I'm Dan. I'm Brady. And that's Brady's dad, Rob. Yeah, I'm Rob. The Rob. There we go. This the dad. Rob. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy, Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Son of a. Turn off. <laughs>